In this episode, you're going to find out exactly what David and I would do if we were starting over today. If I start from nothing, I'm picking up a camera to learn how to use it. Okay. Because, like, what does every person who has money as an entrepreneur, coach, whatever, need? They need content. You can do the same exact thing on social media, whatever it is that your interest interested in, your fetishes, whatever, create a social media page, post content related to it, attract people who like that conversation, let the page grow so big, one day you sell it. There's a formula, there is a checklist that needs to happen the moment you get excited about an idea. You gotta take that idea through this checklist. Coming up with ideas for us isn't the hard part. It's the how are we gonna get it done. And it's not even usually the how you do the thing in terms of step one, you do this. Step two, it's more so is how are we going to have the capacity to do it around everything else? If y'all think that Donnie shot this shot at this married man, just comment below. Hey, what's your name? Mike, you're in Morning Meetup? Welcome. Is this your first time here? You've been here while I've been here? Can you take your hat off real quick? How old are you, Mike? What's up with you? Oh my gosh. You're 23? Wow, Donnie was shooting her shot. You didn't even know it. You're going to learn how he, under the bus, tried to hook me up with a married guy in this episode. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. We're here live in the studio and we're going to talk about entrepreneurial things. This is really going to help you, so stay tuned. And Donnie has something she wants to discuss. Oh, I do. So welcome, you guys, to another edition. I am Donnie Wiggins, your favorite business coach, and this guy is Dave. My name is David Shans. <laughs> I'm wearing my new he jacket. He is your favorite podcast coach. Well, it's not a new jacket, but uh, So Say, oh So Say, made this jacket. My wife actually got him to do it for my birthday It was last for your year. birthday. Yep. You've got a birthday coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Jay, she's not really feeling it because I'm going out of town for my birthday. Yeah. What did I say? David hit me booking me for a speaking event um, in L.A. And I looked at the date. I'm like, that's your birthday. He's like, yeah. I got kids to feed. I got kids to feed. That's what he said. I got kids to feed. So we'll do something special on Sunday. Yo, what is, okay, what is it about the whole birthday thing that gets people so excited to celebrate? You mean the celebration of a new year of life? Is it, <laughs> is it not as special as the day before? Or yeah. every morning when you wake up? Yeah, but this is the milestone in which you can track. Every single day is special. And if you could, if you have the time, you should celebrate every single day. I do yeah. through praise and worship. But What does that look like? What do you mean? So part of my prayer ritual and routine is to thank God for another day. Thank you but for like waking me up today. But like the actual physical praise and worship, what do you do exactly? It depends. So oftentimes I am... Prayer and worship for me, if like a regular day, I'm usually in the shower. There's usually like tears because I get really emotional when I'm praying because I'm really like kind of all in. But like on Sunday, for some way, for for whatever reason, maybe because I'm getting ready for church, like I wake up before I do anything. I turn my TV on like gospel music and I'm like around my house and, you know, shouting and, you know, stuff. I get into it, honey. I'd be interested to know what your Instagram usage is on Sundays even though you just said what you just said. I'd be interested to know, too. I mean, is that what what does that have to do with it? Because I think you wake up and you'd be on the gram. No, 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 no. You, no, stop, no. you stop mid-worship if you get a notification. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, you know, that's not true because I don't get notifications. Um, my phone is 100% of the time on do not disturb. I, I am on Instagram during a Sunday, um, but it's not, it's never the first during thing that I During the sermon? No, 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 no. On a Sunday. It's never the first thing that I do on any day of the week. During the sermon, occasionally, yes, because I'm usually posting. You're addicted. No, I'm usually posting a clip from Pastor Darius Daniels, like I'm promoting the church. I'm showing him doing his thing, and he'd be doing his thing, and so I capture it, and I'll post it, and I put my phone down. Shout out to Change Church, Pastor Darius Daniels. Rocks with Darius, man. One of the most prolific speakers I've ever met. And um, he just, the way he just frames his words is just incredible. Actually, Marcus Rosary, Neil had a, what were you going to say? Oh, I thought this is where you were going with it, but... Uh, I believe another another voice th- who delivers in a similar way as Marcus. Yeah. Marcus Rocher delivers in a very similar way yeah. as Darius. We had mm-hmm. a mastermind at Neil's house last week, and he did maybe like a 15 minutes on presentation and communication, and it was just mind-blowing the way he's framing his conversations, not just being good, being a good speaker. There's an mm-hmm. art to it. Are you talking about Marcus? Marcus Rocher, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, now actually me and Terika, we were sitting there, and Terika was like, y'all want to sign up for the course. I was like, he doesn't have a course. Well, she's like, what's the program? How much is it? I was like, I don't think he has one. He's just good at it. Yeah. So we came up with this plan to um, – Go back to Mexico. We would have called you and included you, but mm. like we'll just pay for his trip for us to, for him to train us how to speak. Mm. When was this gonna be? We didn't even put it together. To it was just a conversation. Oh. It's not like I had a date and bought a ticket like you'd be doing. Uh-huh. But but it was really really uh it was really good. Anyway, where's where's I going? Okay, real quick. Your Instagram usage. Probably going to um see Usher on the twenty first of whatever month. Whatever month the following <laughs> month is or the month that we're currently the in. The month that we're currently in. Oh, uh, we're going to um, Orlando in the month that oh, we're, who? Talking to, we're said talking about my family. On the 21st? Okay. Uh, in, uh, in the month that we're in? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, good. I'm just letting you know because I don't want to buy a ticket and then you see me, ah, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, why didn't I go? That's all good. So, yeah. where, where were we? How much you use Instagram, right? No, we're not on that. Listen. Um, what are we talking about? We're not talking about that at all. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Um, oh, relationship advice. So <laughs> I I think I got like good relationship advice for people. It's just the only thing is, is a lot of people don't like my relationship advice, but it it's still quality information. David, I don't want your relationship advice. Why not? I I've wanna, been happily married for five years. I well, the want, whole five one. Was the whole five happy, happy? (laughs) (laughs) They were just full of bliss, but uh, most most of the time, yeah, most of the time, yeah, most most of the time. Obviously, we go through these little patches, like, and me and Dre, we laugh about, like, yo, that season. She said one time, she's like, "I'm about to go to my parents' house." I remember she told me, (laughs) and I said, "If you, because our parents live in Orlando," and I said, "If you do that, I want you to understand that this is a permanent decision." I, 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 I. This is a very permanent decision. This isn't one of those. I'm out, and then we go talk about it later. Then fit, I'm. T- this is a very permanent decision. Mm-hmm. She ain't going nowhere, and we're still together. See? <laughs> do you think? Do you think that comment to her, that response, scared her into staying, or 
she never really wanted no, to. No, I, I don't think she's going to go anyway. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? Mike. Mike, you're in Morning Meetup? Yeah. Welcome. Is this your first time here? No, uh, third. Third, huh? You've been here while I've been here? Yeah, he's been here a couple of years. He was here. Can you take your hat off real quick? How what's, old are you, Mike? What's up with you? Oh, my anyway. gosh. 23? You're 23? Wow, Donnie was shooting her shot. You didn't even know it. Donnie was not shooting. Yes, she was. Her you shot. never stopped the whole recording. Say, oh my gosh, you've been here before. The recording What's your name? Because he How was loud you? as hell. No, he wasn't loud. Mike, were was you not loud? loud? Hold on, no. Nah, man. Kay. What does him kicking the chair have to do with his age and take your hat off? You, you shot a little shot. No, I want you, you gave said a vibe. He's been here before, and I wanted to see if maybe he just looked different. Reese, if you are at the bar and somebody... We're not at a bar. We're at the Social Proof Podcast. Okay. If you're Can at it, we at, please talk about no, no, entrepreneurship? No, 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 no. Say I you're mean, at the say you're if at you the are function. in the comments right now and you're sick of this crap and you want us to talk about entrepreneurship, comment, stay on track, David. Just say you're at the function and somebody asks you to function, take your hat so off, get a good look at topic. you, find out your age, and then say, oh, never mind. <laughs> When you don't get the right answer. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what I'm just saying, if somebody's asking you these type of questions, like, hold on, take, take your hat off real quick. <laughs> he said that he had been here before. I'd never seen his face. He came in. He ran into the chair. I'm just trying to make sure we're in the right room. Are you in morning meetup? You were trying to see what's going if on. If not, are you just in morning Just be honest. You were CEO. trying to see what's going on. I swear. Maybe you want to try to go on a date with him, but you were just God. trying to see what's happening. That why, is not the why case. Did the, why not did the, to take anything away from you, young man. Why, but that is not the case. Why did the questioning end when he said he's 23? That's all I'm asking. If the question ended with like, yo, where are you from? Because okay, cool. you started and, getting involved and I'm like, uh, here we go with this. Was Let I involved? Kay, please have my back here. Is this? No, come on. Kay, Kay, don't just. He literally, did you stumble into the chair? I did. Okay, I would have been 100% okay if she said, well, why did you kick the chair? Did you know we recorded? Is your phone on silent? The question is, take your hat off? Let me see. He's, I asked him, <laughs> it was, is this your first time? You've been here? And then he says three times he's been here. I'm like, I've never can, seen Can we get before. this angle real quick? Take your hat I wanna, off. I just want to see. Can we, can we why get this Why do angle? you have a microphone? Yeah, Who just yeah, gave yeah, you a yeah. microphone? Let's, let's get let, yeah, let's get this angle because there's some people that are on Yo, YouTube is going to look and be like, oh yeah, the, she was shooting a little shot. My man got the tats and all that. He That's also you work has out. on a wedding ring, which makes it worse. What's up with you? <laughs> do you want do you oh want gosh. somebody asking your husband take your hat off real quick for identification you, purposes? Yes, <laughs> yes. His hat's on backwards. I could not. His hat's on backwards. Can you take your hat off real quick? Take your hat off real quick. There's a difference with the hat. You take your hat off. I could take my hat off. There's. Is there a difference? A hundred percent. Yes. A difference. Yes. He but, said he's but, been here several what, times. I'm like, take your hat off. But his hat is backwards, meaning you can see his whole face. No, I cannot. I cannot see the top half of his face. You can't see the top hat. His hat ain't that. <laughs> His hat is above his eyebrows. Take his take, can you take your hat off just one now more you're time? Just making a, now you're trying to win. Olivia, come on. You ever ask somebody to take their hat off just to identify them if they weren't attracted? Yes, they, 
Yes. Hat on backwards? Is there a second mic? Is the there a second mic? Okay, why? why? Hold on, let's get Why the mic is the hat such a big let's, thing? Let's get the. Give her, give her that real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like, it looked totally different if I put the hairline, like, right here mm-hmm. and then right here. Okay. Thank you. It just look different. If your hair... And especially guys, they look and different. And he, he could have had hair under there. But what I'm saying is, if the reason that she's questioning him is about the sound and have you been no, there before... No, 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 You don't have no, to no, take no, off no. your hat. That's a, it went... If his hat was forward, I get Nella, it. But his hat was on back. guy. That's why we're having this discussion. I agree with of course you agree with your cousin. No, you gotta Give have a mic. mic. Give her the mic. Give her the mic. It was a progression of a conversation. He made the noise when she sat down. She said, oh, welcome. He said, hey, have you been here before? I have. Have you been here when I've been here before? Uh, I think I actually have once. Uh, let me see you. That's let what it was. See you. Let me see. Okay. And when he took his hat off, she wasn't. it wasn't familiar with the hat. Okay. And then she... She realized, hey, you're still not familiar without the hat. So it was just too. Explain the last question. Explain the last question. No, 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 no. I want to see if she can defend this last question. Which was what? What, How old old are you? you? And then, and then the answer is 23, and she says, "Oh, no, you start creeping in from the side," and I'm like, "Uh, "Okay, okay, hold on, explain that." I think it's just a question of getting to know. Like, hi, how are you? Why is she trying to get the notice, brother, in the middle of a recording? That wasn't, that was not it at all. It's just a question. How old are you? But that wasn't it. That wasn't why I asked. Look at him with that. Can we get a camera on him? Look at him with this hat on. Okay. Okay. Take your hat off. Can you say, I've been here about three times. No, 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 no. Can you, can you say, I've been here about three times? Okay. Hold on. He got to do that on the mic. Get him the mic real quick. Real quick. I am so interested in knowing where this is going. All right. Can you say the words, I've been here about three times. This is what he said. I've been here about three times. This looks like like a grown A-double-S man. He is a grown man. No, I mean like 30s grown. When he started talking, he sounds 15. When his voice came out, I became confused. How old are you? (laughs) When he took his hat off, this I'm like, he still looks like a very, very grown man. When he started speaking... How old are you? You and then think you start creeping up from the side, so bad. and I said, "You're reaching so bad uh, right now." That's not a reach. No. Oh my god, yo, Doc is reaching so bad in the middle of the recording. How do you? Oh, twenty-three. Oh, okay, that didn't happen. That's. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if it was a random person who wasn't her archetype. He's okay. Let's just keep. Let's put it on the table. Let's Name put it one on the table. man that you've seen that da- that I've dated that looks. Let, like let's just put it on the table. We're not anything from you, okay? But name one guy you've seen me date that looks like that. I know what you into. You know who I've dated. I know what you into. You've know. You know we've, who I've we've been dated. on a we've been on a plane swiping through your uh, what's that account? What's and the account? Tinder not or Bumble. Tinder. Yeah, it was the Bumble. Bumble. It was we Bumble. swiped through, and I we've talked about your reaction. Like, okay, I see. Baby, like we a, didn't see one attractive man on my Bumble. Would you, now you're okay, telling let's, a lie. No now ring. you're telling a no, bold no face. No ring. No ring. No ring. We no, no, no. swiped left on every single person. Now David is reaching, and I don't like it, oh and I'm gosh. getting angry. Let me ask this question. <laughs> if he showed up on your Bumble, would you do the right? He wouldn't would you show the up on my Bumble. If he did. A 23-year-old. If he was 40. 
What, now you put what? me in a position to make this man either feel attractive or unattractive, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> she 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 thought she was a vibe. You, you're married. She thought you, I'm just putting it out there. She thought she was a vibe. She was trying to figure out what's going on. All right, so we're about to <laughs> <laughs> just first of all, okay. And if you wasn't, what's if you Why wasn't in your situation? Now nah, I'm just saying. I would have def. Oh, no, nah, but he's married, so. Never mind. We're not putting a married man on blast. You just did. No, I did not. You made you a big deal out of it. You my boy. Yo, man, she's wild. Anyway, where are we? Sorry, okay. Yeah. Oh, what Blessing? What Blessing was here? Oh, yeah. What did Blessing do? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. First off, first off. We're not incriminating nobody that's here. She didn't, incri- we're not incriminating nobody, but anyway. She was with it. All right. Um, <laughs> where were we? Yeah. Is that what you did? You did this? Yeah. Where were, where <laughs> were so we? That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Okay. All right. Today's conversation, okay? Mm-hmm. Today we're going to be talking about... Um, if we had to start all over. Yes. So No, nah, we're not. If we're going to go with your second idea. I don't want to go with that one. I do, though. What, relationship advice? I, well, we could do this. We could sit here all day. I'm with it. I got some credentials. I've been married for five years. I think that's awesome. Let's give it up for David. He wants an applause. He wants an applause. I mean, this is his third time saying it. So let's one more time, just for marriage, but particularly for David and Andrea. You're saying it in a condescending no, manner. No, 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 because I've been married never. So give it up to I me know. for not being married ever. <laughs> yeah, it's on the it's on the way, Donnie. That's an equally celebratory thing. Some married people are like, no, you stay. Trust me, single. One more time for all the single people in the room. Let's give it up. You just made a whole show. Did I? Yeah, it was good though. Okay. All right. So Which no, I, I think preparing people because it's we're moving into a new season, and I think people need to try to figure out what they're going to do. So have we? Has anyone ever been? Or if you're kind of undecided now on. I want to do something. I'm just not 100% sure what it's going to be. Anybody here? It's okay, Kay. It's all good. Yes, Kay. Uh, no, nah, just, yeah. I mean, sure whether it's now, ever, whatever. I know we've all been in that space. And who knows? The thing that we're doing now, we may be uncomfortable with and saying, yo, I want to do something else. I'm just, the thing that I'm doing right now, it's just not as... Uh, I think there's because there could be something else to do. So um, I want to jump into a bunch of ideas. I was talking to a young lady. She booked me for an event. Uh, it's, it's, I spoke at her event in Denver. And for one, there was maybe, she said there was about 100 people in and out, right? What was interesting is she had a $20,000 pitch, like business pitch, where people can get up there, pitch for 20,000. I was one of the judges, and we had to pick one of those people to receive that 20,000, and it was a real 20,000. It wasn't like $20,000 in services, it was a real 20,000. I'm like, whoa, how you do that? She's like, I had a sponsor to sponsor this $20,000 giveaway. I said, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And like all of her events, she just gets this money sponsorship. She also said, yo, do you wanna fly, you know, I'm gonna fly you in. 
And she said, well, uh, I have a sponsorship with Southwest where they'll buy the tickets for all the speakers. And I said, this is incredible. Now I flew Delta, I declined the Southwest, but I thought it was cool. She got some sort of, that's lit. How you do that? So I, uh, she came into the office yesterday and we had a conversation and she's even, she's doing a bunch of stuff. She's in this transition, which all of us are. And well, not all of us are, but uh, I'm often in a transition of where my focus goes. And I said, yo, how do, how do you get these sponsorships? She said, oh, well, you just talk to the right people. You have connections. Stop touching me. Get off mm. my shoes. I'm not on your shoes. I should have put lotion on. For sure. But you can't see my ankles, so. Can we stay focused? Mm -hmm. Where was I in the story? Okay, so she came by, and I said that there is a gaping hole in the market, and people really need you. Mm. And she builds multiple businesses, but the challenge is she has to build them all. What happened? Okay. What happened? Okay. Stay focused. I'm trying to. I'm, it's too much going on in here. Are we good? We're all right, so cool. Good. Anyway. Are y'all following the story so far? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So I said there is a need for you because you know how to get sponsorships for events, for right? Sure. She said, yeah, no problem. I said, my model now is I want to be able to do the same thing that I'm doing, but be able to partner with people in the thing that they're building. So if I can promote something through content creation, all that kind of stuff, but I'm a part of this building, that this business, where you're promoting it, that's how I want to build my income. Mm. So let me just do my part. Mm -hmm. And while you're building it, I get a part of all the stuff that you're working, whatever. So I said, if I were you, I would take that skill set and I would just reach out to anybody that's doing an event and say, I can get some sponsorships for you and you make money off of getting the sponsorship mm -hmm. and that person continues to build it. So I thought that was a good idea. And she was like, yo, this is this is something I need to really strongly consider. So we're going to talk on Friday on how she's going to be involved with Podcast Summit. But the point is, we had a conversation of a fresh idea that she can use her talent, her ability to make money. I love that. Yep. So that's why that's why I sent you, unless you want to talk about something else. But I think going through a couple different ideas of business models that could work, um, I think it'd be a good conversation. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do that? You don't I'm have to. It. Can I'm, I take yeah, my Starbucks? I got extra crunch. Come on. Sweet. That's lit. I appreciate it. So good to see you in regular clothes, man, because yesterday you definitely had your, <laughs> you had your lounge lounge job clothes on. Okay, um, so you want to go that direction? Uh, yeah, what we, what we would do if we had to start. I mean, can I see what you got real quick? Why are you? Yo, what's up with you? There's a lot going on. I ordered extra crunch. Okay. Okay, let's do this. Um, has anyone ever had a really good idea that you didn't execute on? It was a very unique idea. Grab the mic. I want to hear it. Let's hear about it. Come on with it. You're already on. Let's do it. I remembered it. I know it happened to me. It's happened to me, but I don't. What was the idea? Well, in 2015, I started a podcast called "It Is What It Is," and I and I recorded seven episodes. And really. Do the inconsistency. You didn't trademark it, was, it, did you? It was nope. It was me, myself, and my two homegirls, and um, we recorded it seven episodes. Still have them and never released them. Mm. And now it's kind of like a dag on. Should have trademarked it. 
yep. and should have put it out there because podcasting is is a huge it's a huge thing. Describe so. the feeling you had when you first came up with the idea, though. Oh, I was super super excited. Um, my husband has a recording studio, so it was easy to get in there and record it. And my friends were down, and so one of them would actually drive up from Macon, mm. and we would record. And then my other home girl would, you know, come through, and we would record. And so we were all super, super excited about it. Started getting the artwork and everything. Just never release it. I think the editing process was kind of tedious, like sitting there listening. Because at the time, I didn't know to just like kind of just release it and just let it be free. So sitting there trying to like edit it and put it together and like build a story wasn't necessarily in the wheelhouse. So I got frustrated and try, try to describe the it. feeling of when you decided you weren't going to do it anymore. Um, the feeling was a was was a sensation that I was very comfortable with because, you know, growing up, I kind of like just kind of like quit stuff. Like if you don't like it, you just don't persevere. And that's something that I've learned as an adult. You just kind of just I've, I've learned how to persevere through um, that 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 being uncomfortable or not knowing something, because I I've now discovered that part of my quitting was because I was just uncomfortable with not knowing how to do something and wanting to do it and wanting to do it fast and wanting to do it right and and being more married to the end result than to what it actually takes to get there. And so the fun part in being a creative is the creative. The tedious part is actually getting the product out there, which most people pay people to do that. But when you're a one woman, two woman, three woman show, it's tough. So you just kind of put it on the back burner and things just kind of dissipate and, you know, mist so, falls back to the ground and it just fades itself out. So, yes. Denitra, <laughs> can you explain that, the, the, the feeling of when you get started and the feeling when you quit and that delta in between? That delta in between? You like that? Where'd you learn that? Where'd you pick that up from? I went to college for like mm, two years. You just went to a conference. The judgment? Oh my gosh! But anyway, um, a lot of people yeah. Go for it. So when you're start, you're asking me to describe it, the feeling for myself. Yeah. Um, or the journey from I'm really excited to the time you decide to quit and what happens between. Yeah, I think Candace said a line that I was I was jotting down that um, it's the not knowing that makes you want to quit. It's the not knowing how to do something that makes you want to quit, and I believe that's why so many people quit. I know whenever I am taking on something new, it always sounds really exciting. This is the reason for me that I attend so many conferences and workshops or I'm always around like friends who uh, inspire me and, 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 and bring something to my table because, for example, you'll go to a conference, you'll go, you know, and hear something, you'll sit in a room like this and you'll hear something that's super inspiring and you're like, oh my God. I got to take this and I'm going to go and do this thing with it right now. And then you get home and the kids are crying and, you know, your spouse is spousing. The house is a mess. And it's like, OK, like I just recently came back from a conference. I was back to back traveling for about, I don't know, two or three weeks, something like that. And so when I got home a couple of days ago, my house was a disaster. Right. Like just clothes from one suitcase thrown out, trying to make the next flight. And 
I had all this energy like, oh, I got as soon as I get home, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And the reality was I walked in my house and I'm like, I can't even think in here. It's just too much going on. So I'm trying to start cleaning up and the cleaning up is just I'm I'm uncovering other things. And I'm like, okay, well, the housekeeper comes tomorrow. I'm just going to let her handle it. And so then the housekeeper comes and she comes and she handles it. And now it's three days later. The energy to do what I said I was going to do isn't as high, but it is still very high. It's not as urgent as it was three days ago. Mm. You have to take immediate action. So I have a planning period today where I'm going to take immediate action because I know me. If I get too far detached from the emotion of why I'm doing what I'm doing, not just the reason, but the emotion of why I'm doing what I'm doing, I will stop doing it or it will be a long, dragged out, tedious process. Right. Um, I don't know too many ideas that I actually execute, that I actually start, that I don't finish. For me, the problem comes. um, Oh, we have a bunch together. No, not that we've started and didn't finish. I was about to say, for me, the problem comes with the starting. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, If I start something, I'm going to finish it. But if I don't start it, and we get too away from that conversation, I'm on to something else. Yeah. <laughs> so are you. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, that that deserves a conversation of like, just look at the journey. You're going to be super excited. And I have I have a formula that, uh, that I, like a checklist of things that I go through when I have that initial idea. Because I'm going to run into one of these, and one of these things are going to prevent me from moving forward. There's the who, what, where, when, why, and how. <clears throat> and I'll go through these briefly while Diane's doing whatever she's doing. The who is I, I try to figure out who I'm going to need to pull this off if I have a good idea. It's a good conversation to have. The what, what is going to be required of me? So I've, 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 I've had this really, really good idea. And then we get to this question of what is going to be required of me? How much time is it going to take? How much money is it going to take? How much energy is it going to take? And I've stopped right then before I got. What's up, podcaster or soon to be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know ATL, baby, Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal too far i'm like oh this is what i'm gonna do all right what's it going what's we take some time, get the emotion out of it. What is going to be required of me to accomplish this? And then I can look at it on paper and say, you know what? Not right now. And it actually saves me six months of activity until I figure this out six months later that I don't have the time, energy, and attention to put into it. So who, what, when, when am I going to start? And when am I going to accomplish the goal? So I think that's important to know. Like, when am I going to start? When can I launch this? January 1st? Can I launch it March 1st? And when will I hit the goal that I'm setting out to reach? If this is a play for me to make $100,000, when am I going to start? When's the first workshop or whatever? When's the first promotion? And when should I make the first 100000 How long is that going to take? And this helps me take the emotion out of it and start checking off boxes. So who, what, when, where? Uh, where am I going to promote this? Like location-wise, where am I going to be performing this activity? Who, what, when, where, why? Why am I doing it? That's an important question. And I've got this far, Donnie, and I'll say, well, why am I doing this? And then I realize I'm doing it because other people said I should do it. But if I take the time to get the emotion out of this decision that I'm making, and I go through these questions and I have to answer these questions, it stops me in my track sometimes to say, David, you're about to get involved in something that you're not ready to take on right now. So uh, <clears throat> why? That's it right how. there. And then the strat, that's not it. The how. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to figure out how am I going to pull this off? And this typically takes the longest amount of time because it's the strategy and like uh, like the, the planning phase. But again, sometimes I get super excited about something. And if I can't check off all these questions, I leave it alone and keep doing what I'm doing. 
That's that's actually it. It's the how. Um, coming up with ideas for us isn't the hard part. Yeah. It's the how are we going to get it done. And it's not even usually the how you do the thing in terms of step one, you do this. Step two, it's more so is how are we going to have the capacity to do it around everything else. Um, and so sometimes you got to think about like, number one, you have to assess yourself. It's not necessarily fair to say that you quit on ideas. If you're a person who thinks like me or even like, like David, you have, I have constant ideas, idea after idea, after idea, after idea. I too want to do everything, but we cannot do every single thing that pops up in our head. And so some of these ideas sound like, oh, this is the one. We got to act on it right now. We got several this is the one ideas that we have to act on um, right now. But then next month we'll talk and we'll have another idea that we have to act on right now. So yeah, Donnie, you actually text me too. He was like, yo, this is the one. Oh, no, this that idea is We ain't even talk about one. it since. We, when? Hmm? When? When are we talking about you it? You the one was excited about it. I'm just saying. I'm we very about excited it in about it. I told you in the middle of a conference, mm -hmm. when I got the idea, I'm literally taking notes. I'm like, hey, I got the idea. It's the idea of ideas. Like, remind me. Remind I'm, you? Or something. And he's like, he responds. And I said, I'm still at the conference taking notes. I'll talk to you about it later. Then he's like, tell me now. I want to know. Sir, I'm still at the conference taking notes. No, okay? I didn't say tell me now. I said talk to me. Right then. That doesn't mean that. You took it that way. That's not what it meant? So if somebody says, yo, I got something for you. I'm like, talk to me. And then you said, I'm in a conference. We'll talk about it later. Okay. But I'm saying we haven't talked about it. It means it. But right a now. But this, that doesn't mean right anyway, now. Nevertheless, but anyway, nevertheless, oh, I do my have point, an idea. My point is, though, the emotion, and this is a perfect example going to what we're talking about, the emotion in the moment, so high. Yo, we got to do this. Yeah, we do. But between that, yeah, I'm sure we do. But I'm saying between that time... And then all the other information you heard and all the other responsibilities and stuff that you build in, mm -hmm. it becomes less and less urgent. Even though it's important, mm -hmm. it's not like, yo, as soon as I get off the point, day, we got to set a time to do this. You know what I mean? Because there's so much in between idea and execution. Yeah, that is, that's true. Um, you, if Number one, one of the things that I like to do is write down all the ideas. Mm -hmm. I have given so many ideas away to like clients and just people um, because I've realized that I'm just not going to, there are so many ideas that I had that at the time sounded really amazing. And then I've honestly just lost interest in them. And then there are ideas that I will come up with that I don't have interest in to begin with. Um, but I'll still jot it down because it's a very dope idea. And if I find someone who would be great for the idea, I'll give them the idea. The point of the matter is you have to learn how to start qualifying. Is this an idea for right now? Or is this an idea for another time? Mm -hmm. Every good idea you have, you can't execute on in real time. Right. It's just, you, you don't want to do it. You'll become overwhelmed and all over the place. At one time when, when I was executing, and even at one time when we were executing on nearly everything, at some point it's like, okay, wait, we gotta, we gotta slow down and we have to focus on something. And then when we decided to focus, things took off and went very, very well for us. Um, some of you can multitask it's not necessarily knowing what I know now I used to think that I was a person who multitask me now I forget the details when I'm trying to multitask it's like something's gonna fall through the cracks so I don't necessarily multitask major ideas um, at the same time anymore I don't think they add an extra crunch in this mine doesn't have the extra crunch either so good to see you 
You always walk in looking so debonair. Am I flirting with him too? A little bit. <sighs> All right, let's go Good through some. Um, okay, Donnie, let's start with one. One what? If you can, if you can, if you're gonna start over right now, there's only one business. I mean, you got a job, and you're like, I gotta get out of this job, and you manifest getting out of the job, and they fire you. And you have to make a decision on where to put all your time, energy, and attention. What would you do? I still have the same career path that I was in. Uh, whatever your job is, was. Okay. I mean, you can't use the, um, you've been coaching for a while, right? So you're just now getting into entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Um, knowing what I know now, do I at least know what I know now? If I know what I know now, um, I would still get into coaching. That would still be my plan. No, because I'm sorry. Not that you know what you know now. Oh. Talking for a general person. Okay. The most viable option for someone to get in and learn to make money. Like if you had to learn it. I would do the same thing that I did. Okay. I would go into network marketing. Gotcha. It was just like it's a pre-built model it has all the marketing figured out mm -hmm. um if i'm working and i'm trying to get off of my job i have a paycheck coming in which means that i can afford their monthly auto ship mm -hmm. um i would definitely leverage that i would also um leverage because this was i would do what i did all over again i would also leverage the skill set that i had from my job and start a company which is what i did i worked in property management i started a property management company um i made great money doing both I would absolutely do both of those things again. Um, if we're talking about something that I've not ever done before and, you know, and it also depends on the time. So are we talking about back then or right, right now? now, right now, today, um, I would definitely still start uh, in network marketing just because it's so easy to do. But whatever network I would, marketing for those that don't network know. marketing is like think Mary Kay, think Avon, think um, like the Forex companies, things like that. It's just easy to do. You don't have to figure anything out. And this is this is coming from a, if my back is against the wall and I have to make money right mm -hmm. now. Yep. But if I am in a place where I'm, I just want to get off my job, I have a little bit of money saved. I would definitely start some kind of an Internet based business. Um, if I were starting right now, like these Amazon resellers are absolutely killing it um, because I'd be more in the mindset probably of a hustle to help me get off my job, not necessarily a career path. I would still be trying to find myself. That's where I was when I left my job. I didn't leave my job with a clear plan. So I still be trying to find myself. I would entertain. I was just supposed to give you one. Yep. I gave you three. Good. Um, you want to ask me? Not really, but you want to be asked. Are we giving a list of things back and forth? We, we will, but I just want to know, like, Donnie Wiggins, what you would do. You know what I mean? So you find a network marketing I'm a company. hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, baby. With I would do whatever I have like. to do. Right. But you find a network marketing company, mm -hmm. a product that you like, mm -hmm. probably a good culture. Um, you can make some money fast and long I can term. make money fast. Yep. So I you chose the one for me? No, I'm just that's what you said. I gave you three, but if you want to choose that one, we'll go with it. Yes, network marketing. I will 100% be selling stuff. Yeah. You. I'm picking up a camera. Mm. I'd be a videographer. No, knowing what you know now? Absolutely. But you said not knowing what we know now. No, I'm just saying it's not. No, I'm just saying if I had to choose something, I'm going to pick up a camera and learn how to use it. 
Mm-hmm. If I start from nothing, I'm picking up a camera to learn how to use it. Okay. Because, like, what does every person who has money as an entrepreneur, coach, whatever, need? They need. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash socialproof. That's NetSuite.com slash socialproof. NetSuite.com slash socialproof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Content. The whole world is run by social media and what's going on in social media. So if I can figure out how to use a camera, mm -hmm. I'm just asking people to like, I would set up a camera, say, hey, you need to create some content. We're going to sit down for, I don't know, two hours a mm -hmm. week or an hour a week. I'm going to create all the content for you. I'll shoot it. We'll edit it. 
I learn how to edit and I'm going to make money that way. And eventually that's not knowing what a, you know. That's that's leveraging knowing what you no, know. It's now. Not. I'm just putting that out. There. I'm just saying if I if I didn't know how to use a camera, I'm not saying I'm taking my skill set of using a camera. How is that knowing what I know now? Nella, grab the mic. Who has the mic? Yeah, y'all, I need more masculine energy. That's that's not what you know now because back then, what's happening right now wasn't then. But I asked her if I was going to start right now. now. That's what I asked, Donnie. If If you're going to start right now. If you're working at the Cheesecake Factory right now, like, I don't know that you... I don't think the you way that the you positioned the, the question to me was, you don't know what you know right now, but I, okay. what would you do right now? Outside of what I know right now, if somebody's coming up to me, y'all got a job, I'm trying to figure out what, what to do. In 2023, I'm going to pick up a camera and learn how to use it. I think that's awesome. So you think I wouldn't be a videographer? No. I think that's based off of your environment. I think you're using, I think that's based off of the environment that you're consistently in. How else would you answer the question though? Because if you know, because you're basing it, like she said, you're basing it off of what you know now, not this moment right no, 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 now. No. You're still so working. What I'm saying is I'm not using my skill set that I have now. I'm say, like, so she knows that network marketing works based on what she knows. I'm not saying based using on your, I'm my saying. pre-entrepreneur self, before I was ever an entrepreneur. If you worked at Quick Trip right now and mm-hmm. I'm saying you have the entrepreneurial bug and you're like, yo, I got to make some extra money. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? That's that's the answer that I gave now you. Network marketing, yes. Mm-hmm. And my answer is I'm going to find a camera and I'm going to use it. Because what I understand is that everybody, this is a skill that everyone, this is something that everyone needs. Not everyone, but most people need. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to exchange that service for money and it doesn't cost me anything other than the camera mm-hmm. and my time. Mm-hmm. So if I'm starting a business, I'm going into content creation and eventually I probably snowball it into you know, more clients and eventually, I don't know, creating a product where I know how to use this camera and I'm just scaling up my skill set on this camera. Mm-hmm. This guy. Am I off? You're basing it off of what you know. What is up with y'all? No? I don't think so. What is she talking about? He said based off of... Give him the mic. Give him the mic. Are y'all... Everybody's confused? Because if everybody's confused, then I know it's me. confused. What you're saying is very valid. I love the idea. No, I don't don't think you would know to do that. We're talking about pre-Dave, before understanding the world of content creation and all of this stuff... You were asking before these things. That's how you positioned it to me. But it's totally fine. I have a number three as soon as you make your comment. I believe Dave said discount the skill set that you have. Correct. But knowing. No, he said not knowing what I know right now. Discount your skill set. Correct. You're coming off of Quick Trip or something or whatever job, the cheesecake. And people who have the bug to get off are aware of things. Yeah, you can't even discount 100%. You wouldn't give me the answer of network marketing if you didn't know about network marketing. But I knew about it pre-entrepreneur. No, I'm, that, that's fine. I'm just So the purpose of this whole question <laughs> is to give a listener an idea on something that they can do to make money right now. And if yeah. I was in the listener's position, I'm saying the number one thing that I would do if I didn't have a skill set I didn't have a skill set. I'm going to buy a camera and learn how to use it. 
Number three, I would uh, start a start an apparel line, start selling apparel. Okay. I would get me a signature design, one or two, stay in that zone, and sell clothes. It's something that I'm interested in. I have a passion about fashion. I have enough of a network to at least start making money now, um, like to sell a couple of shirts. I know how to get those people to share within their network. And we start making a couple thousand dollars a month selling shirts. Okay. Number four. You have a list? Well, I do. I just don't know where it's at. This guy's prepared. Because I did a call and I, I, I just, it just hit me. I did a call on morning meetup about, and it was like a list of things that I would do. I just don't, I don't, I can't find it, but I know one thing I'm going to do. Uh, well, one of them was taxes. Mm, that's a good one. Oh my that's gosh. A good one. Yo, it's such a short period of time that even the unsuccessful do 60, 70,000 in like a three month period. And what I understand now, especially talking to um, Annetta Powell, actually, she said it's a software that you bring me your W-2 or your, what, your thing from your job and you ask them questions that are already on your computer screen. You plug them in and the system calculates the return and you tell them this is what they're going to get. So she said the, 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 the hard part is you got to find the people. And she said the strategy is you go to the hood and you pass off flyers. Mm, I like so if it. you want to do that work, you make two, $300 per thing and it, they don't have to pay you the money. Mm-hmm. They just get it, you know, on the back end or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, that's an option. I'm going in. What was that? Number four? That was number four. Number five. Um, I wish I could find my list. Number five, the uh, one that I would start would be that I actually think my daughter would be good at is tech support for seniors. Tech support for seniors. Mm -hmm. Explain that. So, you know, you have to be really paid right now. We're talking about starting a business right now. And in in the day and age that we live in, we're very highly technology driven. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult to navigate any space right now. Things as simple as ordering things, um, grocery shopping, a lot of things are requiring technology. And seniors have a hard time adapting to all of these updates and things that you have to do now to stay in tune with technology. And they have to ask for help. Who do they go to for help? They go to their children. They go to their grandchildren. Um, and God forbid they have to actually call a customer care line. And right now, a lot of customer care and technical support is how, you know, they're people from other countries. So now you have a senior who has to pay attention to understand, number one, they move at a slower speed, trying to process what you're telling them to do, but also process this language barrier that's happening. And you have to talk to seniors in a very gentle um patient way and I think tech support someone someone who coins that idea if you're really great at tech support and you're patient and you're calm you'd be a fantastic person like the go-to how do I use this new iPhone how do I set up this new thing how do I get my Apple music how do I set up my new iPad you do that for seniors you found a gold mine mm, I cannot find my list I don't know anybody who's done it so it's still quite innovative. Not to say that there's nobody who does it, but it's still an innovative idea because that's not something that you see all the time. Mm, I, 
That is actually brilliant. Apple does it. That's dope. Apple, oh, that's a- nice. Apple for their for their percent. products though. Just think about tech support overall for seniors. I think you're so patient. I think you should think about that for sure. Mm, good. Um what else? what would I do? Uh maybe a book. I write a book for sure. Uh si- simply because all books don't have to be expertise based. It could be a really cool story with a good moral or something that I believe in. And people that buy books don't necessarily finish them. People that or buy read books them. don't necessarily finish them. Mm-hmm. I mean? Think about all the books you've bought. You probably bought, you probably not read more than you actually read cover to cover. But if the sales presentation is, um, is captivating and it makes sense, then you can make the sale. So I would probably write a, a book on relationships. <laughs> because I can say a bunch of stuff that makes sense and you're going to judge the book by the cover and the cover is good. And, you know, I'm sure it's going to be some good information in there, but all I need for me is to have a product in my hand that you can easily pay for. So if I can get a book printed for three, $4 and I'm not doing drop shipping, I'm going to print as many as I can print because it gets cheaper that way. But if I can print a book for three, $4, and I can go around with this message and sell this book for $25, meaning. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm profiting like $20. It's easy for me to calculate how many books I need to sell versus what my bills need. So that's what I, I would probably write a captivating, cool book about something that people want to hear about. Mm. I like that. Uh, what, what number was that? Six? Six. Um, number seven, I will start a podcast. Mm. All right. If we're talking about today. Yes. I would see... Um, so since I can remember, but highly on Facebook, like 2008-ish, 2010, that time period, like this woman that I'm looking at right now, I wanted to be Oprah Winfrey. I knew I would blog 
all the time on social media and people would be like, you need to write a book. You need a talk show, you know, because I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I was talking about entrepreneurship, but I was also heavily talking about dating. Um, me and a then famous Atlanta DJ used to have these events called Single in the City. Mm. And it was like a speed dating event. We put a bunch of singles in a room at a small little lounge here in Atlanta and we would do these single in the city events. And then I would come back and I would just talk about them, like what happened and what the matches were and all this stuff. And people would be like, you're a mini Oprah and blah, blah, blah. So I always wanted a talk show. I didn't understand in the beginning that a podcast is essentially your own talk show. And so knowing how this industry has evolved now, I would start a podcast. Mm, I like that. Uh, seven. I probably do a hybrid business. In the summer, landscaping, and in the winter, I don't know, I have to figure something to do in the winter. Snow removal, but I mean, Ice if removal. I live in Atlanta, that, that business is going to fail in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, yeah, raking leaves, yeah. So landscaping for sure, because it, do, it's not, it doesn't take a, a skill set like that. You just have to not be terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> It doesn't like you don't have to be the one that puts the patterns in the lawn and all that kind of stuff. Um, or I would do. Oh, this is what I was going to like a hybrid business of uh, landscaping and car wash because I want a residual model. So my my landscaper right now, they don't call me. They just come do it and we pay them. You know, what I mean, they just cut the lawn and they're just on a schedule. So it's not they only had to sell me once. And when the season changes again, I believe they just come back. I don't think they asked me like, yo, this year, are you ready? Because I know I got to get my lawn cut. If not, my uh, my HOA, they, they going to be on me. So I would for sure, I would go into landscaping. The only problem is I don't like that type of work. Hot. It's not the manual labor. It's just hot and I'm not into that so I would have to figure out a way to get other people to do it but I know in the in the beginning I got to get a lawnmower in around February where it's not super hot and then learn the skill and get a whole bunch of clients and I could put some people in there by like May because I'm not about to be out there man hot I'm just not into it um what number are we on nine this is eight. nine eight uh, I am very good at writing, editing, creating. Uh, we are right now in a, a lot of entrepreneurs that I notice they have courses, mm -hmm. they are speaking. So I would start a business writing their course curriculum, uh, writing period. I write their course curriculum. I would write their speeches and offer that as a service. I like that. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything else I would do. You know what I mean? I know there's some people that make good money. I just don't see how they do it with like sneaker reselling. Like they'll wait in the line for mad long and then they charge an extra $50 for the shoe. But I can't really see how you make money like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd do anything else. Hmm. I would also, oh, what is this? this? List. I would also start a community. Uh, I would probably, if I were starting from scratch, I would start a community for women or moms, um, either mm. or. Um, 
but I stay in the realm of starting some type of community around women and like things like I would probably just create this cool community where we could talk about whatever we want to talk about. And we came, you know, if it's just for women, we came with our glass of wine or your glass of grapefruit juice, whatever you prefer. And we'd have conversations, um, especially in today's climate. There are a lot of conversations around women being uh, the least ideal <laughs> black women specifically. I would create some type of community where we came in and we made each other feel amazing, highlighted our gifts, our attributes. And it would, you know, we do a couple of things or I would start a group for moms as I am a mom of a 21 year old. And I've kind of navigated through that space. So I'd be kind of like the head mom and have some other moms that are in there that have smaller children. So we can all talk like through the transition of having infants and toddlers and then becoming empty, you know, having teenagers and then empty nesters. We go through that whole phase. Man, uh, speaking of which, it makes me want to talk about the, the person that's in authority and influence where we talked about like doing the thing for the mothers. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about it here, but that was a phenomenal idea. Yeah. I want to uh, go through this list that was written on it's the management library. It's on management.org. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a list, 30 best business ideas for 2024, profitable businesses to start. And we'll just run through the list and if, stop me if anything. Let me just airdrop me that link. Airdrop it, airdrop it. Okay, there we go. All right, so I'm, I'm just going to like run through them. And if you, you got it? Okay. If you hear anything, let me know. One, online publisher. One of the most promising business ideas for 2024 is becoming an online publisher with global internet use growing by 82% since 2012. A massive audience is hungry for digital content. Creating your first blog page can be a lucrative business opportunity as demonstrated by the success of popular blogs like NerdWallet. Okay. Number content two. agency. Number digital two. marketing firm. Content agency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three. I mean, we don't have to like go back and forth. Content agency is one that stands out for me so far. Mm-hmm. I personally, I don't know about online publishing. But we kill us online yeah. content agency. Digital marketing firm, bookkeeping. bookkeeping can I can I can I do one? We're not gonna go back and forth. I wanna on the go list. back and forth. Number right, four listen, is bookkeeping. Okay, listen, you read the list and if I have something to say, I'll just chime in. <laughs> Number four, bookkeeping. Number five, we don't gotta do all that. Uh, Number five, e commerce company. Okay. Anything there? Just keep, going. just keep going. Number six, web design and app development. Number seven, sell handcrafted items on Etsy. Just keep reading. You made a sound. Eight, number become eight, a become reseller. a reseller. Service-based agency consulting business. That's number nine. Number 10, direct-to-consumer <laughs> food and beverage company. Number oh, but hold on. Let's, let's read on that. The direct-to-consumer food and beverage industry has been experiencing remarkable growth. Uh, DTC companies bypass traditional grocery stores and offer unique products by shipping high-quality fresh food directly to customers. So that's like, I guess, cold-packing juices or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's also um, anything that goes direct from the manufacturer to you, the consumer. You didn't have to go to a grocery store to get it. Got it. Hello Fresh, yeah, like your meal prep companies, things like Got that. It. Number eleven, Airbnb host. Is yeah. Airbnb still BNB in right now? I think people are still making money from it. It's just they're just putting so much red tape around it. So. Yeah. 12, dog walking, pet grooming, or other pet-related businesses. I think this is an excellent idea. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that I have a senior pet that's home alone more than I would like for them to be, uh, dog walkers would be amazing, mobile pet groomers people are taking care of. And then also you were talking about a seasonal business. 
I don't like walking my dog in the wintertime. Somebody who comes through and walks the dog. I know you don't. Don't like walking the dog in the wintertime. I got you in the summer, but that winter is hard, right? (laughs) Number 13, wedding planner, event planner. I actually tried to start a wedding planning and event planning business years ago. Like me, I have my whole notebook with all my Mm. clips and stuff. We were killing it. Yo, my wife, for what? Yeah, my wife puts together like the most amazing like kids' birthday parties. This last year, I was kind of lazy for Psalm, which when he gets older, I'm going to let him know. But we just did like uh, what was it called? Urban Air. It was still still nice though. Like she's catch like the recreation catch air. Yeah, not Urban Air. Urban Air is a different experience. Catch Air is really really nice. Um, but uh, yo yo, she's if you ever like went to one of like Sarai's birthday parties something like that, she goes all out with the decoration. She's up the night before, and she loves it. Mm-hmm. And she was thinking about putting together a business just for kid parties because she's so good at it. That's what me and my friend Oriana, shout out to Oriana Weish, did. Um, When the girls were smaller, I used to throw the most elaborate. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply parties for Deja and she has a daughter who's about two years older I don't know I think this is just something that like moms go through you start throwing these parties for your kids and then you're like I'm gonna open in a kid party throwing business and so we had this whole um business and we did a couple of parties and soon learned it was just our kids that we like throwing parties (laughs) (laughs) number 14 green energy solutions what is this about um As the world becomes more environmentally aware, businesses that offer green energy solutions are high are in high demand. This environmental conscientious includes conscientiousness includes a growing need for renewable energy installation, energy efficient products and sustainable consulting services. Okay, read read that last part by providing solutions that help businesses and individuals reduce their carbon footprint you can contribute to an environmentally sustainable future while building a profitable business. I forgot one. Um, government contracting. For sure. This kind of reminded me because there are companies that need certain things and they'll pay you to, you know, they have a budget for environmentally friendly, you know, things and they want to help the world or whatever. Right. But 
Um, I think that, I don't know why that triggered like government contracting, but yeah. Number 15, virtual reality and augmented reality services. Mm-hmm. Um, number 16, personal wellness coaching. Dang, the only problem is you got to actually be well <laughs> yourself. So I don't know if I'm going that direction. Well, that's personal wellness. And that's probably something I would have been interested in. I, get, I think that's even one of the things that I started kind of at first. When I first started, I was just a personal development coach as I started becoming personally. And I I wasn't even calling myself a coach. I had a group. I had a community. I was learning personal development and I invited people who wanted to learn about personal development to come along with me. I didn't call myself a coach at that time. I wasn't. Um, Number 17, online fitness training. Yo, this is so funny because it's just bringing me through my journey mm-hmm. of like, I have tried you a tried lot. <laughs> Man, listen, I went to, I remember this gym. I was like 20 years old and did not work out, but everybody thought I was so fit. So I went in there and tried to teach an aerobics class. I got hired to teach an aerobics class. When I tell you these ladies took me through the ringer for like three days, by the fourth day, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I can, I'm exhausted. But yep, I tried to be a, a fitness trainer. Yep. Number 18, digital health monitoring. The digital health monitoring industry has been rapidly growing thanks to technological advancements and the increasing focus on preventative health care. Starting a business that offers digital health monitoring solutions such as wearable devices and remote patient monitoring systems allows you to contribute to the future of healthcare while building a profitable business. That's cool. I think anybody who's involved in like the medical space mm-hmm. should be offering some type of telemedicine um, or telemedical appointments, things like that. 19 elderly care services, That's strong right there. elderly care services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have something to say no, there? No, no. You go, I'm tired mobile, of Mobile app development. I mean, it takes a lot. You know what I mean? And they classified as estimated startup costs, medium to high, earning potential high. And on this list, and maybe we'll, I don't want to promise the link because I don't think we're going to put it in there. But anyway, 21 subscription box services, sustainable products and services, uh, 23 remote work tools and services, food delivery and meal prep services, artificial intelligence solutions, cryptocurrency and blockchain services. Really? Hmm. You still be doing crypto? Yeah, crypto is a thing forever. And I've been talking about no crypto lately. They ain't talking about it because, I mean, it's all now. those fa- people were dying. <laughs> like all them founders and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, a yeah. Lalo. I'm a Lalo. online education and e-learning social media management and marketing smart home technology and lastly virtual events and experience listen if you are amazing at social media you're trying to find your way into entrepreneurship and you've got social media covered i mean you understand every new feature that comes out Mm -hmm. when these features come out you get excited about these features you need to be doing social media management but let me tell you this I told I suggested this to somebody a couple of weeks ago and they say everybody does social media management. No, they don't. Everybody's not doing social media management correctly. If you come out and you can figure out how to do social media management the right way, meaning you are 
qualifying your customer, interviewing your customer, learning the emotion of your customer, and you're able to articulate that through their social media so they're mm-hmm. not having to tell you or so the customer isn't having to tell you every single week, every single month, this, 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 and this. If you're able to dial in and probably let leverage some artificial intelligence, you'll kill it because out of a hundred social media managers that I have gone through over the years for clients and even trying some for myself, there were maybe two, yeah, maybe two who really understood social media management. Yeah. Most people suck at it. Most people for sure. And it's so frustrating. It's, it's so frustrating because um, you're offering these services. You've got these price packages and all this stuff. And then you get back there and your your captions are extra basic. The the shots that you choose, like you can tell that there's no passion in it and you didn't do any fact finding. Um, there are a couple of things on this list that if you could figure it out, social media management is one of them. Virtual events and experiences, yeah. that's one of them. Like helping somebody turn their ideas virtually, make my virtual event look like I just walked into it. And also there's a... Um there is a real job that people that that is needed for a virtual event. If you're live streaming, normally when you live stream, this the the attendees on the other side just happen. They get to be in the room, right? They get to hear and see what's going on in the room. But what's even more valuable, especially if you're going to get to a pitch, is having someone in the comments and inner 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 engaging. And and kind of like talking to the people while the event is going on, then they feel, oh, I feel a part of this culture. And if you're going to make a pitch or a sale at the end, they'd be more likely to buy. That's so uh, I think what Terika did at um, at Property Challenge Live is there was a whole little setup just for virtual. So when you're on break, there was somebody interviewing people like just specifically for the virtual, virtual. experience. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah, dope. That's absolutely, dope. absolutely. Yeah. So, yes. I was going to say in regards to the social media management, there's a lot of people that say that they're in management, but they mix management with strategy. So they don't necessarily know how to build a strategy to reach somebody's goal and everything else. They only know how to post the content. Yeah. So some people will say, I'm a manager, and that's all they can do is post it, schedule it, reply to comments, reply to DMs, things of that nature. But somebody that knows how to strategize and know how to actually build out a three-month strategy or to reach your goal to build a community or to convert or whatever the case may be, those are the people that you really will want to look for. Bro, you know who I, who I really <laughs> am looking for? I have these ideas. First off, if you think of a page like the Shade Room or let's say like the Jasmine brand or Hollywood Unlocked, they're just really good at repurposing content that's out already. Mm -hmm. But the branding is good and the messaging is consistent and somehow they're finding a lot of this content. Even Earn Your Leisure. Earn Your Leisure page is dope because they're finding, it's not just podcast clips, it's the things that are going on in the world, right? So this billionaire does this, this company lays off this many people and they're finding that, that. Um, I would be interested, and I actually asked Brandon to find me a VA too, that can find statistics about a specific topic or what's going on in the world and post two to three times on this page a day about this particular topic. But it's so hard to find somebody that can go find the information, one, and two, make it aesthetically pleasing, three, and three, two, 
What was two, three? Y'all get what I'm saying? And also be able to um, like caption it properly where you're having a conversation with the reader. So these pages are getting built and they're being sold. So they could sell the shade room. And who knows if they sold it already? Who knows? I don't know. But there are pages being built and sold. But the building of it, that may be one thing that I would probably do too. Yeah, and notice that uh, until Jason Lee started like doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you didn't know who was behind Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. Um, and even without the podcast, because I don't think he calls it the Hollywood Unlocked, I think it's the Jason Lee show or something like yeah. that. He could still very much sell Hollywood Unlocked. Like notice that those are things, Shade Room, all, those are sites that uh, you can sell that have no attachment to personal brand. Yeah. The same thing with, is it Justin L.A. Boy or Justin LaBoy? Justin LaBoy. Justin LaBoy. Same thing. We don't, well, we know what he looks like now, but in the beginning, Nobody you didn't knew. know what he looked like. It was just a page full of black and white quotes. Mm-hmm. And you could literally sell those pages off. So if you have like, you know, some of you guys are looking for something to do. Maybe you have a weird fetish or a weird interest and you don't really want anybody to know that it's behind you. That's not a new thing. Like people used to write uh, erotica books all the time, but they didn't want their family to know that they were the authors behind these erotica novels and they would come mm-hmm. up with these fictitious names, write these books and behind the scenes, they're killing it. They wrote the book. You can do the same exact thing on social media, whatever it is that your interest interested in your fetishes, whatever, create a social media page, post content related to it, attract people who like that conversation. Let the page grow so big. One day you sell it. If people didn't know who you are, would you have like a only fans fetish situation? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this is the third episode. You feel me? Yo, I'm saying if it, uh, like if you got nice feet, there are people who have foot fetishes. Oh, you thought I about would absolutely. See, it's all funny till it ain't funny no more. See, it's a good Listen, idea. Listen, if y'all want to pay me hundreds or thousands of dollars to see these toes, I think I do weird stuff with your feet, though. Oh, you do? For you, I don't know. I don't oh, you know. saw it? I haven't seen you it. You got personal experience? No, I just imagine if somebody's going to pay for the money, they want to see the weird stuff with the feet. Not do you like feet? feet? Well, no, bro. <laughs> I saw a, um, I saw a I don't model. like the fact that I get out the shower and my feet are on the floor like that. Oh, I will <laughs> never. I put my feet right into, some, I dry my feet and step into slippers yeah, immediately. But, then the, but the slippers got moisture on them too. So after no, a while. No, you dry your feet. There's still going to be slight moisture in No, there. you thoroughly, what kind of dry off are you doing, five-year-old? Okay, so, so tell me, okay, so tell feet. me the process. You cut the water off, then what happens? I cut the water. My, I, before my shower, I throw my towel over my shower curtain yes, because my that. towel rack is far away. Yep. I cut the water off. I open the door. I pull the towel. The very first thing I do is thoroughly dry the bottom of you my leg. And thoroughly, my fo- it's not that thorough. It is completely thorough. 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 It takes a little while to thoroughly no, dry No, I your completely feet. dry off just the bottom Cat. of my leg and my foot. I get in between my toes and That's I immediately stick my foot in the slipper. You mean to tell me there's not still a little moisture after you dry off your feet? My slippers are never moist. They're not, but there's hints of moisture, which will, you got mildew in your joints. I don't. At this point. I, I, do, I do not have mildew in my slippers, okay? I don't. Um, David, you've been on some really weird stuff. How lately. is that weird? Is that weird or a good idea? You don't want to talk about the dude talking about not letting people. Oh, but what I was what I was about to say 
essentially whatever you want to start a business doing you yes. can there's a young lady that they were talking about a, a couple of months ago i saw this that's making a six-figure salary off uh, from only fans um off of clipping her toenails mm-hmm. people pay her money to clip her toenails and i personally think it's very a very weird obsession um but she's making six figures and providing for her family clipping her toenails Mm -hmm. so whatever your weird idea your unconventional or your conventional idea is just give it a try give it give it like you wouldn't come to a person like a donnie wiggins or david shans and say hey what do you think about me starting a business clipping my toenails we're not the right fit for you to ask that question to but you could go i would brand that oh i wouldn't brand it absolutely i would you could go to somebody else who's I would help. Yeah, what's crazy wrong with enough that? to brand it. No, go ahead, do your thing. I'm not gonna do it, but if there was a client like Olivia says, "Yo, for some reason, last couple dudes I've been dating, they'd be like, yo, let me clip, clip your you nails.' Yeah, it's like clip your joints in front of me real quick, and that's what's in, into. I hope that she's packaging them up like two or three clippings and shipping them out as you a feel bonus. Me? You, you feel you wouldn't you wouldn't take equity in that? No, I don't want equity in it. Um, I just all right, fine. Mike hey, listen, y'all. You. Hold on, he's got something to if say. If you if you got something going on, it's not too raunchy. Let me know. I'm you don't think clipping? You don't you don't think that's raunchy? Clipping your toenails? No, the person on the other end, the reason that they want your clippings of your toenails from your toenails. What's wrong with that? That's like saying you don't want to be a a bathing suit model because people are going like. Post you on a wall and go crazy. <laughs> Yo, you got a question? I think, I think. You feel me? I was like, I don't want to do that because I know what y'all going to be doing with my poster. I think it's crazy. It's clipping your toenails. Would you do it? Would you model? Would you model for a, mag- a men's magazine? Like in some boxers, shirtless? It depends on the, the magazine. If the theme is like, re- like regular, if it was like a dad bod mag. Let's do. No, let let's let's do a social proof calendar mm-hmm. of let's let's have the audience, the community vote on who they want to see in the calendar. Mm-hmm. And let's do a social proof calendar. You on the front cover, I'm on the back cover, and everybody in between. I'm with it. But uh, you gotta you gotta have on it's a swimsuit calendar. Yeah. I'm with that. You with it? Let's yeah, do it for twenty twenty four. Yo, it would act yo, it keep would it a hundred. That would go hard. Because because it's such a like a shock factor. Nobody puts regular bodies on a calendar. Nobody puts regular bodies on the calendar. Y'all right. think that'll go hard? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be all right with it. Not everybody. <laughs> not everybody wants to Let's the abs do and the it. chest and all that kind of stuff. Somebody want a little. Some little people love regular right? bodies, but that doesn't mean that. They, remember, they're voting on who they want to see. So you got like Halani has been on social proof. They'll she vote for her. No, she she can't, can't do it. it. She'll shut me down. Yeah. You hear me? Halani, <laughs> well, you're a little too fine, Okay, a little she'll too Halani worked out. Come out right? here and be like Donnie. Her, who? <laughs> her husband Jason, he's out of there. He's out of there. Nah, we ain't getting like Carter Cofield. Now nah, we got Neo five hundred. We need them. <laughs> you got Alex. We getting that. Well, all yeah, right, yeah, all right, all right. Okay, what you got? I was gonna say with the toenail clippings, it reminded me of a business that I know jumped during COVID. 
What was that? Scented rose. Scented rose? No. What's that? At, when they said the toenail clipping, scended it. What's scented rose? What is that? That is disgusting. No, no, there's a bit. That's extremely Wait, different. Wait, do you mean you use the rose and you, you send it? You the rose? No. What is scented oh, rose? Maybe I'm. What is scented no, rose? Are you talking about the little red rose not, thing? Not, not okay, rose. tell us what you're talking about. I think it was a it was a subscription where the subscribers are able to get a pair of panties, and the pricing was I think dictated. I, about, I think the time of use, like or you know. Yeah, so yeah, there I've I've seen plenty of Yo. women sell their used panties like. And men want like there's categories. Mind. They want they different things in, in your panties. They want different things in. So there are men like there. There are categories like if you want a freshly worn pair, I only kept it on a second. There are like you've worked out after you've worked out in your panties, you want that. You've got period panties, they want that. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Farts. No. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there are there are women who get on OnlyFans in front. I saw this a couple of years ago, and I, maybe it was during COVID. There was a woman. She did a whole like thing. She gets on her OnlyFans. She sits in front of the camera. She farts in her panties, takes them off, hurries up, and puts them in packaging and sends them out. And they're bidding for these panties. You did it. You did what? Oh, get on the mic. <laughs> Get on the mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wowzers. Yo, Olivia's always a joy to have around for content. I tell you. Okay, you said you tried what? Um, yeah, so I was live streaming during uh COVID to make money and I saw the girl who was farting. And so I tried like the whole like, you know, I'm coming from stripping, so it wasn't like weird to do the online stuff and so yeah i sold probably about like 10 pairs of panties and all varieties like like, like after you danced during them or something is it like after you danced or something there was was farting there was like wear it for two days there was like spray it with perfume and like how much yeah how much was you selling them it was a hundred per pair and wow it was just weird like, it was just weird. That is weird. It is just weird. Hold on. Do you have an OnlyFans? No. You've never thought to do it? No. Well, I mean, I've thought about it, but like, yeah. yeah. I'm not encouraging it, but I'm just saying. I have a manager. Yo. <laughs> Oli- yo, hold on. First off, Dottie, you didn't see it. Dottie, you didn't see it. J Star was like, yo, you need a manager. Nello was like, it's time to stop running your business like a hustler, like just somebody that's trying to go get some money and run your business like an actual business owner. You know how that happens? Your business hires you. Even though you started the business, the business hires you and you put yourself on payroll. And that business has payroll for other people. Now, those other people might be your spouse. It could be your kids. I pay my daughter $12,000 a year because that $12,000 that I pay my child isn't taxed. So that money is either going to go to your child or it's going to go to the government. You decide. I'd rather keep it in my house. My wife is on payroll. You need to run your business like a business owner. Most of you are taking money from your business and you take that money and you pay your house loan. You pay your rent. You pay your car. For one, 
that kind of stuff will land you in jail. But two, you want to grow and lay a strong foundation for your business to grow on, okay? So go to adp.com forward slash social proof. When I signed up for ADP to get this process going, I had to pay $250 for administration, setup fee, all these costs. I talked to my ADP sales rep and they said they will waive it for you if you go to adp.com forward slash social proof, meaning you can start this process for free. Absolutely free. No catches, no hooks. Go to adp.com forward slash social proof. Now is the time to run your business like an actual business owner. I am on ADP. I do the same thing and it helps my books by tax time. I'm not behind. I'm not trying to get everything because in the process of them making the payroll, they take out the taxes, they structure everything. And at the end of the year, voila, you give that information to your CPA. Okay. Go to adp.com forward slash social proof. One more time, adp.com forward slash social proof. Set it up for free. Let's go. No, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You will not be managing this one. It was so, weird. Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike. Mm, it was weird, but is it any more weird than like the fetish that men have over exotic dancers? It's the conversation and no. But I think like at that point I had already started transitioning out of that adult life. Right. And so the conversation before the sale gets made. Like the pitch mm. is disgusting. Did you like, get feedback you on your online? panties after they received them? Yeah, they they wanted more. Like I could have kept going, but it was just like talking to the guys and like they want a video chat. They want to see you wearing the panties. They want to like do. They want to tell you all the nasty things they did with your panties, and like oh. hearing it is just too much. Oh, then there was like an after service that you provided. <laughs> That's no, what I'm, I'm like. Did you get feedback and reviews on the panties after? Yeah, like, like those stunk just enough. No, they wanted they wanted panties that she no. wore for days. That doesn't smell good, right? It, Smelling good is relative. She farted in panties. Did it stink just enough? After you wore these panties for three days, it's it's a smell. Like you're, if it doesn't stink, your your thing still has like a smell. Like your private, it's a. Uh, hormone or oh I'm familiar but yeah. what I'm like <laughs> I would I would imagine that the only reason they want you to send them panties you know there really is a category of men who like smelly vagina yeah and I would think that that's the only reason they want you to send panties that you've worn for days yeah there, I mean there's women that like men too like after their you know sweaty kind of yeah no this is wild how did the conversation get here? I don't know. It'd be Donnie, bro. Yes. No, I'm talking about no. no, I'm talking about the little clippings of the nails. No problem with it. That's not showing off any explicit body parts or doing nothing weird. How did the conversation get here? We're just we're just we're, we're just talking about entrepreneurship at its finest. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you all. Um, well, there's took an something. idea for you. Everybody got a pair of dirty drawers laying around. Men too. Are you encouraging this? Are there is there a category of men who sell used boxers? I have no idea. I'm sure there's weird stuff going on. But all I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, there, I mean, there's there's always people that are into stuff. I would be so afraid to put my nose up to a <laughs> pair of men's boxers. I would be so interested in knowing <laughs> all of the categories of OnlyFans 
pages. Because yeah. there's probably some really unique Is there stuff a way there. like to just see the page categories? Who has the only who has the app downloaded already? Yeah, I don't know. You try to catch me <laughs> Jay, let me get your phone real quick. Reese turned his head so fast. Uh, Reese, let me see your phone. Reese, you got OnlyFans? Reese, you got OnlyFans? Have you ever had an account? Keep it or on Twitter. Y'all can go to Pornhub. It's free. Wait, Twitter? Is Twitter like that? Yo, what? I know that. Original OnlyFans. Twitter? Yo, I had I had to unfollow. It was, probably, it was thousands of people I had to unfollow. Because it's like you, if if you follow me and I like something, it'll show up on your timeline. I knew. I left Twitter a long time ago because it was just too much nakedness. Like, full, like, nah, oh. Porn. But I didn't know that. They, are they, like. Yes, Twitter is yes, porn. Yes. For sure. She mad about the whole management thing. <laughs> say what you gotta say, bro. Now, I don't do Twitter. I don't really do Twitter either. But I was on TikTok and just happened to like go through my for you, and the girl was like, "Yeah, well, just check out my tic- my Twitter." And I went on Twitter, and it was like her whole page is nothing but like really? porn. I was like, "Yeah, what that's why." I don't know. What's her username? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, don't the know. face Nella's making right now. That story. I did my four years. I'd have made it a fictional situation. Like, yo, my boy had this girl. Yeah. Was- we were talking about it at the game. <laughs> what you mean? This girl Nella told like- you about her page. <laughs> no oh, woman you went has- down the rabbit hole on this broad? <laughs> no. no woman has ever told me to go to her page and I checked it out. I just don't start conversations like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that was good. Listen, y'all, <laughs> like, subscribe, please share this with uh, someone that you love. Well, because we gave y'all some of the dopest business ideas and a couple of sketchy 100%. ones too. Listen, at Social Proof Podcast, we make sure to cater to entrepreneurs of all type. We're not sticking the muds. Mm-hmm. We are. We understand that y'all are into some really weird stuff well. um, sometimes, and. Some of you are into some really conventional stuff. So I think we covered all the bases on this episode. For sure. For sure. If you didn't find an idea here, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, man. We are going to put the link to this episode that we were reading from. Um, Let's drop it in the chat so we can put the link in this episode that seriously gave you a couple of good ideas to start a business. And if any of them resonated with you, drop it in the comments for us. The business idea that you may not have thought about or what was confirmation for you. Um, what business you think that you'll get started on right away based yeah. on the list that we discussed. Absolutely. Y'all got some value? Any ideas that you have? You like you're gonna something you want to launch based on this conversation? Maybe. The senior, senior joint. tech support. Oh, okay. You, that, that piqued a little interest in you, right? Yeah. Oh, because you want to take care of elderly people anyway, right? That'd be good. Give, give, her mic, give her the mic. Yeah, you don't care about the elderly people. Is that what you? Is that where you were going? That's not where I was going with oh. that. But they do need help. Tech, technology. With technology. technology. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. In your head, how does the business operate? I don't know. I was thinking about that. Like, I don't know if you just hold a class that they can subs- like a subscription type of thing, like a Zoom, or like if you have a in person class, like Apple, they do in person classes. 
Like they good luck getting a bunch of elders on a Zoom. Nah, but I <laughs> I wonder I wonder if it's like senior living facility. Like let's say Oh yeah, you can Here's go what there. I'm thinking. If I own one, that would be something maybe I provide. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. And I pay for it. That's true. That's something that you guys need to think about seriously. Like going to places. You could go, you could even like have that could you could travel doing this. Like have a tour yeah. where I want to come service your seniors and there are people like I would be very interested I would pay you to sit you know with my mom and yep. teach her some stuff seniors feel really um confident when they know what to do with technology they're really proud of themselves mm -hmm. and this is a recurring subscription model because we're always going through these updates and things I think that's a Yo, let's get it that would be crazy here's an ill part of the service too this is what I would do one, a lot of them aren't on like Instagram and stuff, right. but I think it's a lot of entertaining information and we'd find all the people that maybe they've watched growing up and they don't know that they're on Instagram or finding a whole bunch of things that are interest and they just be scrolling just like us all day mm -hmm. the things that they like yeah you know what I mean? they love TikTok though TikTok and Facebook mm. um, they still love those things let's talk up. about it yeah We're let's on talk to about this let's, We're on to something let's, let's have a meeting about it Let's <laughs> let's. This is lit. That's it's, it's lit. Listen, sure. that's we, can why hire, we can hire like college students and high school students mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. build out a whole little business around that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk. Don't about give it, it all away. This this is what he does. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Let's execute. We could we could get. Here's what I've learned. You can give it all away, but nobody has my sauce. Yeah. That's a mm -hmm. fact. Nobody That's has my fact. sauce. Yep. Period. All right, y'all. Listen, man. Like, subscribe, please. Add some comments in the chat. Okay. Um, and share this with a friend or family, a loved one, man. The best support is engaging with our content. Okay. So go on your social proof, go to your Apple device and type in social proof podcast. Also type in uh, full transparency with Donnie Wiggins, and I need you to hit subscribe on both of those podcasts, okay? Also, Growing Pains, uh, all things Gen Z, hit the subscribe on Growing Pains podcast as well. New podcast <coughs> called Nice Watch. Y'all, pull out your phones. We got a podcast called Nice Watch. It's lit. It's lit. So, Ernestine and Karan, who are like seasoned actors, they've been in a bunch of movies, they produce all that kind of stuff. Oh, shouts out to Me Too. I'm an executive producer in, in this new movie. I don't know if I can talk about it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So nice watch. Yes. So there's a big problem. This is the kind of stuff that I think of, right? One day, me and my wife, we were sitting home trying to figure out. We have dinner plans. So on Fridays, we try to get together. We eat. We'll order some food for the family. And we decide we're going to sit in front of the TV and watch Netflix or watch a movie. But y'all know the biggest problem? You know, deciding what to watch. It literally takes 45 minutes. Because I don't want to start watching something that's bad, so you got to look at the reviews, what other people are saying about it. got to call all your friends, all that kind of stuff. So um, I hit Ernestine and was like, yo, I got this idea. And actually, Karan came up with the name um, where you all, those two are like the black Siskel and Ebert or giving you the things that you need to watch and look out for. They're not giving away the whole thing. But we'll give you some ideas on what to watch. Even me sitting in the the uh, the recording, I've been able to watch some really nice watches. So it's called Nice Watch. Like, you're like oh, that's a nice watch. But not like a watch watch, but uh, it's a nice watch. 
So check it out, man. It's a it's a dope, dope concept. And they're coming from actors' perspective. And you'll start, they're teaching things that you never noticed in movies before. So it's an educational thing too. So it's lit. Um, yeah, man. Subscribe to all the stuff that we got going on. All that good stuff. We will see you guys next week. Peace. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.